Thanks for tuning in to Thermo Fisher's Career Stories Behind the Science podcast, created for all of you who seek inspiration and motivation in your daily work. Thermo Fisher Scientific is the world leader in serving science. Our colleagues' mission is to enable our customers to make the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. In our series, we discuss various topics like work-life balance, career tips, skill development, and career changes with colleagues from Budapest who share best practices and their personal experience on these topics. Join us behind the scenes of science. Now, let's start. Welcome, everybody. I'm sitting here with Bharat, who is our technical project manager and also our, our business analyst. He's originally from India and joined us uh, about a year ago. Yeah, it's been more than like two years now. Uh, two years, yeah, 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 yeah. And what we're going to talk about today is around what three top skills that you would need to um, have if you want to succeed uh, in the IT world. I know that uh, your professional career started differently and not in IT. So could you... Um, just talk us through a bit about the journey, how you ended up in here. Oh, for sure. So, like, I initially started my career as a business and like not financial analyst and the business analyst from the business side. So I had no technical idea then when I started. So I was working for an Indian IT giant as a finance analyst. I was working with closely with these reports and BI reports that so that intrigued me. Like, how does things work in the background? That's where it intrigued me to know about more IT. So I started learning with my some of the friends. And we didn't have more YouTube or Google and stuff those days there. So it was just people to people getting to know things. Then I was intrigued, saying that, okay, let's, let me try with IT. Then there's no look back from that. <laughs> it's been more than 12 years now with IT and two years with the finance side. So, yeah, I'm in the industry around 14 years now. So, And if you could just share your experience with the listeners around how you ended up here in, in Budapest. In my previous firm before joining Tomo Fisher, so I was working in Norway. So I had seen the Western Europe. So I was interested in moving to new roles and I wanted to see the Central Europe. And the Eastern Europe, living and working here is a different experience in Europe, right? So altogether. So I just wanted to make sure that I learned something new in a new role and I can explore the continent, this part of the continent. So that's the reason I'm here. And yeah, I think it's a good decision which I took. And I'm enjoying it here. So it's interesting the way how Balkans and the Central Europe yeah. works. So you've been in various fields in the IT space and Currently, uh, you are working on, on high-profile projects. What do you consider the three most important skills that you need to have in order for you to uh, to be successful? Ah, well, so I could give four. All right. So one extra, probably. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, so uh, it's first thing is more of communication, I would say. And the second thing is critical thinking. And the third is problem solving and some of the basic programming knowledge. So that's how the four key skills why are what people need to learn in IT. Because, for example, let's take communication. Communication, interacting with the business or the client, it's pretty, pretty difficult. So we'll have to have the right way to communicate to people. So it's very difficult if you don't know that edge or does not have the detailed information how to explain your customer. Communication is that important. And of course, 
being an IT problems always come in. So you'll have to solve all the customer problems and stuff. So critical thing, like problem solving, you have to be optimistic in understanding what is the issue and getting into detail and see how can we fix the problem. And critical thinking is like, okay, so you'll have to be precisely understanding what is the need and how optimistically or how best or like what kind of software you need to use to fix those kind of issues. So that's where the critical thing comes in. Of course, being in IT, you'll have to understand like basic programming knowledge, like Pythons and SQLs and stuff so that you can handle what's happening in the IT industry so that it will be more useful. So those are the four skills I think I recommend people who are interested in IT. Great, thanks. I'd really like to tap into um, pretty much to all four. Now, starting with uh, with the problem solving bit. So how often do you hear that I need you to fix this or that or both? Probably every day. <laughs> so that that's that's how things work here because like, see, we assume one thing from the business need and we fix one activity and it starts working as expected and suddenly a new thing comes in because business didn't realize that it's a it's a problem. Again, we start from the scratch. Okay, so we, we want to make sure that we do a regression of it, see that the initial fix what we did, it's working, and fix the other one as well. So it's it's an ongoing process as well. It's It never ends from the IT side. Is there any memorable uh, instance or example that you could share throughout your, let's say, uh, from your... Uh, Thermo Fisher time with the listeners. We had one big project from the India side, basically. So we, we were implementing GST for India. So mm-hmm. the taxation system were changing in India. The The process was totally different. And we have softwares, which ERPs, which basically enable that. But our business is so, we could say not difficult. It's so unique from the standard process so the implementation of that was really, really difficult because we can't sell any product of ours in India until we implement that. So we'll have to have all these queues mapped to each GST codes. Basically, they have an HSN code and those stuff. So each SKU has to be mapped and it will have separate tax rates. So that was a unique scenario for us and uh, that we, th- we were able to solve it in like four months of time. But we had to put our brains in it and day in, day out uh, in the office and make sure that that issue gets resolved. But it's it's a tricky issue because it's more related to compliance. We can't do a, a compromise on it. So we can't compromise on our fixes. We have to, it has to be complacent and make, make sure that if it should be seamless. So that's more important thing for us. So that was one of the biggest critical thing, I think, in Thermo Fisher career fixed. Other, other things are like manageable. That's what I felt. Okay, just in, in in terms of the skill itself, problem solving skill, is it something that you could develop by time or is it something that, you know, just a natural born thing? We can develop it. I mean, there are lots of like sources to learn that, how to solve things. It's, it's basically what you read in your school and college and mm. how to relate it. For example, if you, if you say if you want to write an SQL, so it's basically a set in basic math. So that's how the SQL is formed. Probably for enabling those problem-solving skills. So there are a couple of YouTube channels and processes which I can recommend. 
where from the project manager's perspective, it's Andrew Ramdeyal, who is basically a very good guy who is experienced with project management, program management and stuff, who basically delivers everything. And he has a live show every week. So to explain problems and how to solve it and stuff. There is one more, more into technical, if, if somebody is interested in, where it's called Programming Knowledge. That's a YouTube channel. And they basically tell people what, what exactly to do mm-hmm. so that uh, they can solve uh, base some of the issues. And there's one more uh, YouTube channel as well called Greenhouse, which is also more into technical coding and stuff. They resolve huge coding issues with basic tips and tricks. That's one of the interesting things which I had. And of course, we have a formal portals like Coursera and Udemy where they give lots of content and knowledge for problem solving and others as well. So that's a couple of them which I had in my mind. You also mentioned critical thinking. How would you describe or define in your own words what critical thinking means? For me, critical thinking is nothing but breaking bigger tasks into small and see how we can attain that result. For example, so if you want to be 100% better a year later, like each day you have to improve yourself, right? So that's one of the things... I say, like, we have to improve each day. And critical thinking is basically one where you think out of the box, not exactly what is told by someone. You have to explore things, what is available in the market and understand how can we use that in our business scenario and try to fix that. That is like, it's a combination of design thinking and problem solving. That's how I say the critical thinking is. Can you share with us uh, an example, a recent example, when you had to use this skill in order for you to resolve a yeah, bigger sure. or more complex problem? We are doing a project right now called uh, Journals, where we are synchronizing all the multiple ERPs uh, data into one single platform. And not all the ERPs are having the same set of data and same set of processes, right? So the way we have to consolidate everything that itself is a big deal and like we had to get into each erp level and understand what each erp needs and build templates based on that and give it to the custom i mean the vendors basically to build that even though the front end look of the templates looks very similar to each erp but in the back end logics are pretty very different so we had to define that critically because we can't have one t-shirt like for all the people, right? So each place differs from person to person, same way each technology in each ERP differs to person to person. So we will have to define what is best for each. So that's where critical thinking comes in. So which is very, very important in IT or in any design phase of a project. That's what I feel. And you also mentioned and stressed that the importance of communication skills. Um, Why do you think it is so critical? That's the utmost thing. That's what I believe, because if we can build hundreds of things, but if it's not up to the mark what business needs, then it's no use of it. Like So I would say that we have to get into more detail and understand what business needs. So for that, you need a basic common communication. So if, if somebody goes to a business guy and talks technical, he, he doesn't understand what is SQL, how to data fetches, right? So it's more more of a common communication or, or the business language. Somebody has to know the business language, how they understand it and how 
things can be communicated to the person who is not technically known so mm-hmm. that's where communication plays really really important one like i had an edge of that from my side because i come from a business background i know the business language as well as the technical language now so probably that's where uh, communication is important to to build that gap between technical and the business knowledge so that's where communication plays an important role And finally uh, you also mentioned the continuous development or continuous improvement yeah. thing and you already made some reference around where you can you know just get some tools to develop yourself but generally speaking how do you make sure that you know just you're on this path and what do you do uh, in order for you to to develop yourself professionally as well as from an interpersonal perspective ah well so continuous improvement has been a key for me because i would have been not a project manager now because if, if i have not done those learnings previously that's the first thing i i follow a couple of youtubers and i've i follow a couple of people in the medium like spotify something like atomic habit which is a which is a book and also it is released as an audiobook as well these days where it's a habit where you improve every day and you understand what to do and first thing somebody has to focus what is important for them understand what is happening in the technology world these days so no- nowadays it's more of python and all the data oil and everything is going on right so you have to understand what's what's the most happening thing and somebody has to understand okay if that is useful for me and will i be able to make it and you have to put in hours of course not just officers and like you have to put an extra hour understand what is happening and get to know more detail that has to be continuous because every year some new software is coming up new technologies are coming up and if you want to be in the trend then you have to learn that's so it's always been a continuous process so finally since that you are amongst those who um shifted his career uh, over time uh, what is your message to those who are thinking about a radical change or you know just moving from say like yourself from finance to uh, to IT what are the things that they should be aware of or should be considerate of yeah i mean the, there were a couple of friends of with me who shifted from uh, finance to IT i mean they didn't never liked it and they went back to their financial professions uh, the ma- main thing is the interest to learn so is going to be constant learning so there's no stop over there okay i completed this course i know this technology it's not the finish there the world never ends there it has to be ongoing because every new issue what you face in the system it's going to be a different learning and everybody has to learn and see how to fix that issue and move to the next step probably if somebody is not interested in continuous learning i, I don't think it is the right field for them if they want to improve keep learning every day can keep investing the time other than their officers then probably it is the best field to be and for me it's more interesting because it intrigues me to learn more and more and yeah of course you keep yourself active to learn that so that's the main thing for me look but i thanks a lot for being with us and and thanks a lot for sharing your your thoughts and insights it was uh, it was really good and and really helpful so thank you very much much appreciated yeah thank you for your time guys thank you for tuning in today if you liked today's episode add the podcast to your favorites to make sure you don't miss the next one 
follow us on Facebook, or check out the Thermo Fisher Scientific Job Portal to join us in our mission to enable our customers to make the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. Career Stories Behind the Science was brought to you by Thermo Fisher Scientific Hungary and was produced by BrandFizz Employer Branding Agency. Let's look behind the science in the next episode.